Who can tell me what love is? What is love? Somebody there for you, like, like if you have a love for somebody. Define the word love. You're there for somebody throughout health and sickness. Um, during I'm going to tell you and show you what the word love is. What? The word love in the Greek, <coughs> excuse me, means to love in a moral sense. Okay, what is it? It means to love in a moral sense. And what's the word? Agapeo. A G A P A O E A G A P A O Wait P A O meaning It means to love in a moral sense. In other words, it's not immoral. When we go and look in the Greek word for phileo, it is immoral, not moral. Okay, what does moral mean? Do what you're supposed to do, like on the old and new, like the testaments and all that. Doing what's right. Clean, yeah. Living right. As Paul said, having a conscience clean. <clears throat> that is morally right. Alright, John 3. Verse 11. Verily, 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 I say unto you, we speak what we know, and testify to what we have seen, and you receive not our record. If I have told you earthly things, and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? No man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, the Son of Man which is in heaven. As Moses exalted the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be exalted. That whosoever... I want you to, if you got a pen or a highlighter, highlight the word, whosoever believeth. Where's John 3? John 3. John 3. Look at your contents. Now, the words, whosoever believeth, is a condition. Okay? The Christian religion, world, whatever, came up with this idea that, quote-unquote, God loved everybody, the whole world, unconditionally. That is not found anywhere in Scripture. What is found in Scripture is that it's conditional. What does conditional mean? Wait, what do you mean? Love is conditional. Which is conditional. If you do something for me, I will do this for you. 
If you do this, I will do this. If you do this, I will do that. That's a condition. Okay? Whosoever believeth is a condition. In other words, he's not going to save the world unless they do something for him. He won't save you unless you do something for him. That's a condition. He won't love you unless you do something for him. Got it? Is that bad? No, that's how he is. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep his commandments. That's a condition. Okay? Whosoever believeth in him should not perish or die, but have eternal life. So it's conditional. Eternal life is conditional. If you believe in him, you would not perish, but you shall have eternal life. For Yahweh so loved the world, the word of loved is agapeo, comes from the word agape, which I will go into here in a minute. Wait, what does whoever believe if <clears throat> means? Whosoever believes is a conditional. Condition? For Yahweh so loved the world. Here's where the condition comes in. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth. Whosoever believeth is a condition. Even though Yahweh loved the world, he gave it a condition. That if you believe on the Son, then you will have eternal life. Everybody following? Mm -hmm. The word believe. You ready for this? <clears throat> Pistuo is the Greek word. It means to put faith in. To give credit to. To put faith in. Okay, what's the word? Believe. To give credit to, to entrust one's well-being to. To entrust one's well-being to. In other words, here is an example. If I am sick, instead of going to medicine or going to herbs or whatever... I'm entrusting that he will take care of this body. Double gravity? Yes, that is what I do. That's where I put my faith in. I entrust my well-being to him. That he will see to it. That he will make this body healthy. So Cameron never took meds? Oh, of course she did. Because she couldn't fully entrust it to him. And that's where people fail. It's because I can't fully entrust it to him. How? I kind of wonder what she's going to say now. She'll say the same thing. Like what? She'll say that she didn't. Alright, but watch this. 
Verse 16. For he always so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not die, but have everlasting life. For Yahweh sent not the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be delivered. <clears throat> he that believeth or trusts entrusts himself to him is not condemned. <clears throat> but he <clears throat> excuse me, but he that does not entrust himself to him is condemned already, because he has not believed on the name of the Son. Now, what does agapeo have in correlation to the Son? The word agapeo comes from the Greek word agape, which means the love beast. So, in Scripture, Yahweh gave us three beast weeks. Okay? Specifically, He gave the world His Son that whosoever that believeth on him, but he also states that the Son has to be exalted first. Exalting. Lifted up. Exalted. Praised. Or put up on a stake. Okay. Now, what does his death have to do with the three beast weeks? Okay. The three feast weeks were prop, uh, prophetic events for his life. Oh, why is there three? What does the three stand for? I'm going to show you. Passover is directly correlated to his death. He died on Passover. I thought he died in... Wait, wait. But I thought that was supposed to be for Moses. Like, let my people go and then... It was a prophecy of what was to come. I don't understand that. It's a foretelling of future events. We do, we do the three feast weeks as a foretelling of things to come. Uh-huh. It's a preparation for things to come. But isn't it Passover, whenever we, um... Unleavened bread, camp out, yes. I thought that was Feast of Tabernacles. We camp out all three. Wait, I know there's Passover, Feast of Tabernacles. Harvest, Feast of Tabernacles. What's the harvest? It's the same thing. It's a feast week. What does it mean by that? I'll explain that later. We're getting off topic. Anyway, Passover was... The symbolism of his death. The, the time that he died. Okay? That is the love feast that he died on. Now, it directly correlates with the word love. Okay? Let me show you. <clears throat> John 15, is everybody there? No. Verse 10. If, every time you see the word if, it is a condition. So underline it or circle it. If is a condition. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my agape. 
That is the word love beast. Okay? Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love beast, these things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. What is love? I'm going to show you. This is love. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. If you're willing to give your life for somebody, it's because you love them. That's what love means. That you're willing to lay down your life for them. That is true love. That is pure love. That is not the paleo love. Paleo love is, oh, I, I just want to kiss her, or I just want to kiss him. That's not true love. Verse 14, you are my friends if, circle the word if. That's another condition. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Okay? Yahshua and Yahweh cannot be your friends if you don't do what they command you to do. I thought Elohim was like Yahweh Elohim was our father instead of our friend. He is your father. I thought you were our father. Read here again. Verse 14. You are my friends. He's talking. This is Yahshua talking. You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Yahshua would be our brother. Our brother laid down his life for the rest of us. Does everybody get that? That would be like Rachel stepping in front of a bus... And throwing you two out of the way. She's sacrificing herself for you. You get that? That's love. That's what love is. That you're laying your life down for somebody else. You're trying to protect somebody else. That's what love is. <clears throat> you are my friends if, circle that, if you do whatsoever I command you. 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Another way of putting this is, even though my speech sounds angelic or elegant and have not love, I am becoming, or am become as a sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. In other words, it's just noise. If I don't speak in love, then it's just nothing but deception. If I'm sitting here yelling at Sarah, are you listening? If I'm sitting here yelling at Sarah, then I don't have love for Sarah. If I'm sitting here yelling at Ray, 
then I don't have love beret. That's what he's talking about here. Speech can be very deceptive. I can say all day long that I love you, but if I'm sitting here yelling at you, then I don't love you. You following? Mm -hmm. <coughs> though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I'm giving my everything to the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits nothing. Without love, there is no profit. If you're not doing what you're doing in love, you will not profit. What's profit? In other words, I'll never get into the kingdom if I'm not doing it for the right reason. If I'm not helping the poor out here because I have love for them, because I want to see them get better and get off the streets, then I'm just throwing stuff at them for no reason. Bowen? Verse 4. Love suffers long. Love suffers long. What does that mean? <clears throat> the Greek word is makrothumio, and it means to be patient or to patiently endure. In other words, even though I sit here and tell Sarah 15 times to pick up her clothes off the floor, if I'm just going to start yelling at her and start hitting her and start pushing her and shoving her, that's not long-suffering. I'm not patiently enduring. I'm waiting for her to clean it up. It may take her 15 days to clean it up. I'm being patient. Eventually, she will pick it up. Bowen? Same vice versa. It shouldn't take you 15 days to clean something up. If you love me. Exactly. Love suffers long or patiently endures and is kind. Kind, 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 kind. The Greek word. Kresta, krestu omai. That's a weird one. <clears throat> Ready? Means to show oneself useful. What? Verse 4. To show oneself useful. If you're not doing what you were asked to do, then you're not being useful. Bowen? Yes, you're useless. Love envies not. Love does not boast itself. It is not prideful or puffed up. It does not behave itself unseemly. Unseemly, eskimonio, means to behave self-uncomely or unbecoming or to act ugly. That's what it means. It does not behave itself unseemly. It seeks not her own. It doesn't do things just because I want it done. It does things because somebody else wants it done. 
If I'm out here doing things just because I want it done, that's puffing up. That's bonding itself. That's at, that's doing everything that he just said not to do. What, Brooke? Which chapter are you? We're on 13. Now we're on verse 5. It seeks not her own. It is not... Ready for this? Underline this or highlight it. It is not easily provoked. Wait, where's that at? Verse 5. What does it mean to be easily provoked? Like to get mad easily? It's like me. It takes a lot for me to get upset. It takes a lot for me to get mad. But when you do, all hell's going to break loose. The Greek word, easily provoked, paraxuno, means to sharpen alongside of, to exasperate, or to stir up. It is not easily stirred up. It is not easily exasperated. It thinks no evil. It, in other words, it's not looking to retaliate. There's no evil with love, period. It doesn't look to avenge itself. It doesn't look to smack somebody because it didn't get its own way. Understood? Mm -hmm. Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bear all things, believe all things, and hope all things, and endure all, thi endure all things. Skip all the way down to the very end. <clears throat> yep. Verse 13, And now abides faith, hope, and love in these three, but the greatest of these is love. Above faith and hope is love. Alright? If you don't have love, then your faith and hope is useless. You can't have faith without love. <coughs> what does that mean? Can't have love. Wait, you can't have faith. Let me let me put it to you this way. We go out here in the driveway or in the in the road. Okay? Let's say we're walking down the road. You can trust me that if a car comes, I'm gonna throw myself in front of that car to protect you three. You can trust me all day long. Will I do it? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> you girls could trust me to throw you out of the way and me take the sacrifice all day long. Can you do it? 
Would you do it? Yeah. For you, yeah. No, I didn't say for me. Do you trust me that I would do that? Yes. Do you trust me that I would throw myself down in front of a bus to protect you? Yeah. 99% of the world expects Joshua to do the same thing, but they don't love him. Did you know that? So he won't do it for them. He won't do it for them. Because they trust him without loving him. You can't have love without faith. You can't have faith without love. It works vice versa. Is everybody following that? You can trust me all day long to throw myself in front of a bus to protect you three. But if I don't love you, I won't do it. Do you understand? You understand how that works? 99% of the world trusts him to throw himself in front of a bus for them, but he won't do it. Because his love is conditional. If you love me, keep my commandments. That is condition. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will love him that loveth me. Is everybody following? <clears throat> Watch this. Because everybody, again, go back and read um, 1 Corinthians 13. Love doesn't boast itself. Now everybody's a narcissist. Yep. <clears throat> Love doesn't boast itself. It doesn't do things for itself. Again, people would rather you do it for them than instead of them doing it for you. And that's why 99% of the world cannot trust Joshua. First John 3, verse 4. Whosoever. This covers anybody and everybody. Whosoever. Okay? In other words, it's whoever. Whosoever. It's not saying Jew or Gentile, Greek, Muslim, Islam, whatever. It's saying whosoever. So all. No, not all. This is not saying the whole world. It says whosoever. In other words, it could be anybody. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the law. For sin is a transgression of law. The Greek word anomia means against law. So sin is against law. Any form of law. Torah, civil law, man-made law, whatever. Sin is... If, if you go out here and you assault somebody, that's still a sin. Because it's against the law. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know that he was manifested to take away our sin, and in him is no sin. So if in him is no sin, then we should not be committing sin. Wait, what? If in him there is no sin, then we should not be committing sin. Because the scripture says we are supposed to be like him. We are supposed to imitate him. We are supposed to do everything that he did and does. So if he didn't sin, 
We should not be sinning. We should not be breaking the law. Following that? <clears throat> Whosoever, that covers anybody. Whosoever, and here is another condition. Okay? I want you to highlight or circle this word. Abides. <laughs> Three or four. I'm in six. Uh, I so. The word abide is conditional. Whosoever abides in him sins not. In other words, if you're going to do what he did and obey him and be his friend, you will not commit sin. Going. Whosoever sins has not seen him, neither known him. How can you call somebody a friend you've never known? What, do you, what does it mean by never known? You, you don't know him. You've never known him. That would be like you saying, hey, Joe Biden is my friend. Can't be. You've never met him. I don't understand. Like, what if... I don't understand what you mean by no. Like, like you met him, before, like, let's say a classmate, you've met him or met him before, but like, would you consider that a friend? That you've never met before? No, that I've met before. If you met him one time, it's not a friend. If you don't abide in them, what does it mean to abide? Let me show you. It is a condition, but the word abide is meno. It means to stay in a given place, in a relationship or expectancy, to abide, to continue, to dwell, to endure, to be present, to remain, to stand, to tarry. It means you're constantly with them. You're always in their presence. You're you're learning how they act. You're learning what they do. You're following what they do. You're following how they act. You're doing what they do. It's not just doing it because somebody else is doing it. You're doing it because you two do it together. It can be good and bad. Yeah. But. There is a negative side. There's a positive side to that. Okay. If I'm acting like Messiah, and somebody else comes up and says, "Hey, I want I want to follow you. I want to do what you're doing. I want to know what you're doing." They're now abiding in me as I abide in Him. So if I've been friends with a person for almost seven years, I've been with them for over seven years. That's my friend. Depends on if you're acting like they're acting. What do you mean by acting? I can be friendly with somebody and not be their friend. But like talk to them every day. Again, I can be friendly with somebody but not be their friend. If we are not acting the same, doing the same, then we're not friends. Okay. 
also on the other side, side they have to trust you. They have to love you. And there is a trust. There is love built out of relationship. Yes. But like also would that also work in like a like in a month time or a week time? And no. How long would it have to take for you to get to know? That depends. The word abide means that you are with them all the time. You're constantly with them. You never leave their side. Okay. What do you mean by leave, don't leave their side? They never leave your side. If it was like at school. Again, like they never leave your side. They constantly. You're constantly with them. You talk to them. For an example, discipleship. When the disciples were with Yahshua, they were with him for three and a half years. They never left his side. Ever. They slept in the same room. They stayed in the same room. They ate the same time. They were constantly with him. That's why he had to keep leaving them and going up in the mountains to pray because he, could, he couldn't get any peace from them. That's love. That is love. Love's powerful. <clears throat> That's powerful, yeah. <clears throat> That's called discipleship. He was training them to be just like him. <clears throat> Whosoever abides in him sins not. Agreed. Okay. Him, Yahshua, meaning if you're abiding in Yahshua, and here's the difference between phileo and agape. Okay. Phileo, if your friend out here that you've been with for years says, hey, let's go paint the bridge or let's go break into this house. Vileo friendship is, yeah, let's go do that. You're going to act just like them. Agape friendship is, my friend says, oh, I want to go break into that building over there and steal whatever's in the building. But you don't I'm not going to, and you're going to do what I tell you to do. You're going to stay with me and do what I'm doing. Because that's love. You following? I'm trying to keep him from sinning. Mm -hmm. That's love. So it's kind of like, <clears throat> let's say, like you tell us like not to break the law and like don't 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 do drugs. Mm -hmm. That's agape. Yes, that's love. Okay. <clears throat> now. Whosoever abides in him sins not. Whosoever sins has not seen him. The word not is never. means they've never seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. Pay attention to this. Let no man deceive you. What is deception? Deception. Deception. Not sure. <clears throat> Deceit means to roam, to go astray, to err. To seduce, to wander, or be out of the way. It goes back to your friend saying, hey, let's go break into the store and steal a stereo or steal a TV. That's out of the way. What do you mean out of the way? That's out of the way of righteousness. Oh. That's illegal. That's not love. They don't love you or they wouldn't be doing that. My love for them would be, okay. no, you're not going to do that. And if you do that, our friendship is over. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. 
He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sin is of the devil. Him that commits crime, breaks the law, is of the devil. Did you hear me? What is another sin? What is another form of sin? Not doing your chores. Not doing your job. That is a sin. It's just what they teach. I believe. Torah. Torah. Like yesterday. If your job today is to do the laundry, and you don't get it done today, that's a sin. That means you're doing what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to, to break the commandments. He wants you to disobey. Why? Because he wants to see you get punished. He loves seeing you get punished. Okay. Sam, so remember what we talked about last time? Whenever we had Bible study? Hey, we're not on that right now. He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For the for this purpose, the Son of Yahweh was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. How do you destroy the works of the devil? <coughs> By obeying. By keeping the law. Being moral. Being morally right. Learning what love is. Loving your fellow man. Loving your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> Whosoever is born of Yahweh does not commit sin. For his his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of Yahweh. In this, the children of Yahweh are manifested in the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness. Whosoever. Again, it goes back to Jew, Gentile, Greek, whatever. Doesn't matter. Whosoever <clears throat> does not righteousness is not of Yahweh. Neither he that loves not his brother. Again, the word love is agapeo, which is from agape. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that you should love one another. <coughs> Excuse me. Not as Cain. <coughs> Excuse me. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew him, because his own works were evil, and his brothers were righteous. Going back to Genesis of Cain. Mm -hmm. Who killed who? Cain killed Abel, I believe. Which one was of the devil? Cain. Are you following the pattern? Yeah. Him that does not righteousness is of the devil. Which one had love? Cain or Abel? Abel. Abel did. Now watch this. <clears throat> not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him? Because his own... Circle the word works. His own works. What are your works? 
Is it like what you do, what you're supposed to do, and all that? What's on the board? Chores. The the torque torque. Whose tor chores are those? All of ours. All of ours. Couldn't be farther from the truth. What? Get up. I mean, get up. Brooklyn, get up. Yeah. Whose chores are those? All of ours. No, they're not. They're Brooklyn's. No, they're not. Yes. Oh, crap, you screwed us out, didn't you? No. Oh. Those are my chores. I wrote them on the board. Hmm. I split them up so each one of you could have a chore. So if you're not doing what's written on the board, you're doing your own works. But they're not our works, they're your works. Bingo! Are you so following? we're not doing our works, we're doing... No, those. you're doing your works when you're not doing what I asked you to do. <laughs> oh, so our works are our own doing. Yes, what you want to do, apart from what that says well, to do. we shouldn't do our works. Exactly, you should do my works. And his works. Exactly. So, okay, we can't make up our own works. Right. Would that mean, like, if I'm off painting, doing something? Let me explain. Not as Cain, who is of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him? Because his own works. Did Yahweh tell Cain, hey, pick up that rock and throw it at Abel? No. No, he didn't. So whose works were they? His. They were his own. Let me show you. John, uh, Genesis. 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 Mm -hmm. Four. <clears throat> Verse three. And in the process of time, it came. Genesis four. It's the beginning of the Bible. It's the first, first book of the Bible. Genesis 4. You're way too far ahead. What verse? Chapter 4. 3. Genesis chapter 4. What's the, uh... Verse. Wait till she gets there. Are you there? I'm looking. Yep. Okay. Verse 3. In the process of time it came to pass. So watch this. That Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto Yahweh. He brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto Yahweh. Okay? Cain did the same thing Abel did. They both brought offerings. Okay? Mm -hmm. But what's the difference? And Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof. And Yahweh had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Why did he have respect? Because Abel, Abel was to do his works. He did Yahweh's works. 
everything. He did what he was supposed to and gave respect to Yahweh. So did Cain. Yeah, but then, but Cain had an attitude, didn't he? Let me show you something. Cain was obeying. He was being obedient. But watch this. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. He was jealous. Why was he, why was he angry? Because Yahweh was <laughs> praising um, <coughs> Here's the difference. Cain did not bring his offering with love. Oh. Abel did. Abel loved doing what Yahweh said to do. Cain hated it. That's the difference. <clears throat> Verse 6. Yahweh said unto Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? Meaning? Meaning, if he had done what he was commanded to do, and did it in love, his offering would have been accepted as well. Like cleaning up the living room. Yep, you do it out of love. Not with an attitude. Not with an attitude. And not because it annoys you. Ray. <laughs> you do it because you want to see it clean. Because you're... Hey, stop it. Because you want... To give an offering. You want to do something out of the kindness of your heart. Following? Mm -hmm. If you do not well, sin. Here we go. Highlight that word or circle it. If you do not well, sin is at your door. Seven or eight. Verse seven. Sin lies at the door. And unto him... For unto you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. Did you show did you just see the principle there? If you do well, you will be accepted. If you do it right, with the right attitude, with the right heart, it'll be accepted. But if you not if not, and you do it wrong and not with the right attitude, sin is lying at your door. Means all it takes is to an instant and you commit sin. Watch what happens. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Slay, kill. Killed him. With a rock. With a rock. How does that work? Are you following how that happens? Sin was lying at his door. Dunk. Because he didn't do it in the right attitude. When he was told to pick up his socks, he threw a fit, picked up the socks, and then when his sister said, hey, change your attitude, she hauled off and hit her. You see how that works? If you're doing it in the wrong attitude, it will not be accepted. That goes for all three of you. Go back to 1 John 3.
First John three. <clears throat> Verse 11. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, or from Genesis, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his own works. I like the words, his own works. His own works were evil. Your own works are evil. Your works are evil. And his brother, what? Even if it's like small things. Like Even if it's small things. You're, if you're doing it because you want to do it. It's your works. Keeping him, keeping you away from. Yes, him. doing what Yahweh wants you to do. And his brother is righteous. Marvel not, brethren, if the world hates you. Don't be surprised if the world hates you. Don't be surprised if people are out here talking smack about you because you're doing it right. Because you're living righteously. Because they are of the devil. Is everybody following that? People love to do their own works. That's why we have narcissism running rampant in the earth today. Narcissism means you love doing your own thing. They don't want to be obedient to Yahweh. They don't want to do what's right. They want to do what they want to do. Everybody following that? We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abides in death. Whosoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of Yahweh, because he laid down his life for us. <clears throat> that is true love, that he laid down his life for us. And we should lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, <coughs> what's this world's good? Money, finances, possessions, and sees his brother have a need, and shutteth up his bowels from him. How dwells the love of Yahweh in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue. In other words, don't just say it. Oh yeah, I love the poor. I, I love everybody. But if you have a house full of goods, you're not showing love to anybody. If I saw a poor person out here on the street today who had nothing, can bet your freaking bippy we're going to give him everything in this house, including your crap. <clears throat> Let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed. What's a deed? Wait, a deed? A deed. It's an action. But in action and in truth. Hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, Yahweh is greater than our heart, and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us, then have we confidence towards Yahweh. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments. Here again is conditional. Okay? I want you to underline this. Whatsoever we ask doesn't matter what it is. If I ask him for healing in my feet, doesn't matter what it is, or healing in my back, or healing in my fingertips, or my nose, or my whatever it is. 
we receive of him if we love because circle the word because we keep his commandments that's the only way he will answer our heart's desire or do whatever we ask is if we keep his commandments and watch there's a stipulation of that too and do those things that are pleasing in his sight so not only are we obeying the commandments, but we have to do it in love. We have to do it because we want to do it. We have to do it because we love to do it. Because we love Him. If I tell you, hey, pick up your sock off the floor. Are you going to do it? Yeah. But you're going to do it with an attitude. That's not pleasing in His sight. You should do it because you want to do it. Because you want to make me happy. What if I clean up the house for you? Like... Because you want to make me happy? Or because you just hate seeing the house that way? There's a difference. What if we have both? Both what? With we also hate the mouse or the house being clean and when it's crazy. Like, like, you hate seeing the house clean? Unclean. I'm going to whip you. <laughs> it depends on the intent and why you're doing it. If you're doing it because of love, that's completely different. Watch this. Watch this. It's not over. This is his commandment. That we should believe on the name of his son, Yahshua Messiah, and love one another as he gave us commandment. He that keeps his commandments dwells in him, and he in him. If I keep Yahshua's commandments, not only am I in him, but he's in me. Following? And hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he has given us. Because I do things out of love. Let me, let me explain a little difference. So, as a cop, I treat people on the street with love and respect. Mm -hmm. I have yet to have anybody disrespect me. But I have seen other cops out here that when they show disrespect, they get disrespected back. Why? Because they don't love them and they don't love them. Exactly. Because you will mirror other people. People will mirror you. If I'm doing what he wants me to do, I will mirror him. Which means people will see that. Is everybody following that? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're acting like the world and people see you, they're going to mirror the world. Which means? They're going to do what the world says and what the world does and what the world wants rather than what Yahweh wants. If we're doing what Yahweh wants, they, they will respond and react to how we are reacting. You following? Because people see the reflection. Wait. So, if you, like, 
should you, like, if you have love for a person and they don't love you back, should you still suffer for them? Again, it goes back to, I can be friendly with people, I'm not their friend. But it doesn't mean I'm going to show them hatred or disrespect. I just won't associate with them. Okay. okay. I will be friendly, but I will not hang around them. What? <laughs> Probably. Any questions? Oh, wait. So, you know about, like, if you clean up the house and if you're doing it because you're annoyed or you're doing it out of love, what if you live alone and you just clean up the house? Who would that be for? If you lived alone, your house would never be dirty. What about for, like, a roommate or something? Then you wouldn't be living alone. Yeah, but, like, would you be cleaning the house for them or because... People mirror what they see. What do you mean by mirror? Your heart is a mirror. Meaning? Meaning that when people look at you, they will reflect you. Like they'll treat you the same if you treat them? Like how you treat <clears throat> If I am constantly cleaning the house, that will, you know the saying, it will rub off on them? Yeah. That's what that comes from. They will start doing what you do. Wait, it will work or it won't? It will. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Really, really? Yes. I hate repeating myself. Don't make me repeat myself. <laughs> I'm serious. What you do, people will reflect. If you show them love, they have no choice but to show love unless they have a hatred for you. But what if you just have, like, a feeling just to clean up the house? Is it because you want to do it, or is it because you're doing it out of love? Because you just have a feeling of doing it. That's not the same. I don't understand what you mean by that. <clears throat> are you doing it because you want to make me happy, or you want to make Yahweh happy, 